You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast. Coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. My listening audience, I'm back again with another word and this time it's captioned, Actions Speak Louder Than Words. You ask me, Evangelist, what are you talking about? Action speaks louder than words. Many of you who have been in relationships would hear the other partner say, Well, action speaks louder than words. You say you love me. Show me you love me. Don't just tell me you love me. Well, there's another side to this quotation here. And we shall get into that after this prayer. Heavenly Father, as we look at your word this morning, I pray that you will draw divinely close that you will open the hearts and the minds of those who hear your word. That your Holy Spirit may bring about true repentance and revival and reformation. So that at the end of this presentation, those who accept would turn and live. So touch lives change hearts and save souls i pray in your son's name with thanksgiving amen once again welcome back to proclaim gospel the topic today is action speaks louder than words now how shall a man be just with yahweh with the most high do you think we can be just with yahweh how shall the sinner be made righteous Is it only through Yeshua that we can be brought into harmony with the Most High? With holiness? But how are we to come to Yeshua? Many ask the same question as did the multitude on the day of Pentecost when they were pricked or convicted of sin. They cried out, what shall we do? The first word of Peter's answer was repent you can find that in acts chapter 2 verse 37 and 38 when peter preached the message about how they rejected yeshua hamashiach the son of the most high they crucified him they nailed him to the cross when they were pricked to their heart they cried out what shall we do that is the first step in repentance you see that that in a longing to to rid oneself of the weight of sin and guilt propels one to ask the question, what shall we do? Or what shall I do? Now at, at another time, shortly after, he said, repent and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. And that's Acts chapter 3 and verse 19. Now, what does the word repent mean? Hmm. Well, Webster's Dictionary has some definitions here. It says, feeling or expressing humble or regretful pain or sorrow for sins or offenses. To turn from sin and dedicate oneself to the amendment of one's life. 
and we get such synonyms as apologetic, contrite, regretful, remorseful, sorry. And that is where we get the word penitentiary from. In the United States of America and certain countries, they call the prisons penitentiary because it's a public institution in which offenders against the law are confined for detention or punishment specifically. So you see, some people are sent to penitentiary because it is, it is hoping that they would be reformed, rehabilitated. But many people go to jail. Many people go to a prison or these penitentiaries not being remorseful or regretting their actions. They are sorry that they are caught. They are sorry that they have to spend life in jail. They are sorry that they have to go to the, to the gas chamber or to the lethal injection. They are only sorry because they are caught. I have looked at some documentaries where some prisoners have been caught and while in their sentencing hearing, they will look at the victims with mocking faces. At one point, I saw a father leaped over the, 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 um, the gallery where the prisoner was sitting. Leaped at him because he killed his daughter and was making mocking faces, um, weird faces at the father as if to show that he has no repentance, he has no penitence, he has no remorse, he's not sorry. And the, the bailiffs of the court had to restrain the man. So this guy was not really sorry for his sin. He killed this man's daughter. And we're gonna, I'm going to bring some examples of people in the Bible who were sorry for what they have done, but were not really repentant. And then you're going to hear about people who were penitent, repentant. You see, you have to rewind the action. As if you are undoing it, you are repenting, you are reforming, you are turning away from that life, that, that thing, that sin, that bad deed that you have done. So you are repenting. It's an action word. You cannot, you cannot repent uh, mentally and sit there and say, I repent. And you sit there in the same state, the same mess, the same mud. Come on, only pigs do that. A pig will stay there in the mud and you can wash it white as snow. It's still a pig in the mud. Let's move on and as we get deeper into this. Repentance includes sorrow for sin and the turning away from it. We shall not renounce sin unless we see its sinfulness unless we turn away from it in heart there will be no real change in the life i've been a police officer for over 30 years and i've seen friends who have run into the law and when they're in the in the cell when they feel that the weight of the law is coming down upon them they will call me and they will ask me for a bible because they're in jail. You see, they want a Bible. They hope to work upon the psyche of the police and use reverse psychology. And when they're given the Bible and they leave, 
the station and they are set free. They come back in again and they don't even go to church. They don't even take up the Bible. They don't read it. It was just a show. You see, action speaks louder than words. There are many who fail to understand the true nature of repentance. Multitudes sorrow that they have sinned and even made an outward reformation because they fear that their wrongdoing will bring suffering upon themselves. They're just afraid of the long arm of the law. They're afraid of the consequences. So they're, they're just, it's just about self-preservation. But you see, you can't fool Yahweh. We cannot fool the Most High. Because, you see, the scripture says that the spirit of man is the lamp of the Most High God searching the inward parts of the belly. He knows us before we were born. And he said, be not deceived. Yahweh is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. We cannot fool Yahweh who knew us before we were born, who knew us before our parents conceived. So how can your goldfish in the aquarium tank hide from you you place the fish in the tank you know where the places are that the fish will hide how can a gold fish hide from you in the tank brothers and sisters repentance is action this is not repentance people who want to preserve themselves At least according to the Bible sense, they lament the suffering rather than the sin. Such was the grief of Esau when he saw that his birthright, the birthright was lost to him forever. Balaam, terrified by the angel standing in his pathway with a drawn sword, acknowledged his guilt lest he should lose his life. But there was no genuine repentance for sin. No conversion of purpose, no abhorrence of evil. Judas, another one, after betraying his master, exclaimed, I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And that's in Matthew chapter 27 and verse 4. The confession was forced from his guilty soul by an awful sense of condemnation and the fearful looking for the judgment you see brothers and sisters the consequences that were to result to him filled him with terror but there was no deep heart breaking grief in his soul that he had betrayed the spotless son of Yahweh and denied the Holy One of Israel Pharaoh when suffering under the judgment of Yahweh acknowledged his sin in order to escape further punishment but returned to his defiance of heaven as soon as the plagues were stayed these all lamented the results of sin but did not sorrow for the sin itself but you see when the heart yields to the influence of the spirit of the most high the conscience will be quickened and the sinner will discern something of the depth and sacredness of Yahweh's law, the foundation of his government in heaven and on earth. Let's look at David. 
The prayer of David after his fall. The prayer of David after his fall illustrates the nature of true sorrow for sin. Look at David with Bathsheba. He saw her bathing on the rooftop. He lusted after her. He desired her. But she was married. He planned how to get Bathsheba's husband killed in battle. And he told his general to put him in the front line. That's after David had committed adultery with Bathsheba. And he wanted to cover it up. And Yahweh was angry with him. Yahweh was angry with him. And when Nathan went to David and said, David, you are the man. David was, was pricked to his heart with godly sorrow and repentance. And Yahweh said that David is a man after his own heart because he felt deep sorrow and contriteness. He was penitent. He was repentant. And who wrote the most beautiful Psalms in the book? The scriptures, David himself. His repentance was sincere and deep. There was no effort to, to cover up his guilt. No desire to escape the judgment threatened, inspired his prayer. David saw the enormity of his transgression. He saw the defilement of his soul. He loathed his sin. It was not for the pardon only that he prayed, but for purity of heart. He longed for the joy of holiness, to be restored to harmony and communion with Yahweh. This was the language of his soul. And the scripture says, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. And David now went on to pen the most, one of the most known psalm in the scripture. And we can find that in Psalms 51. He said, Have mercy upon me, O Yahweh, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions, for I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Purge me with hyssop, Purge me, Father, purge me. Hyssop is bitter. Hyssop cleanses. Hyssop revives, renews, invigorates. Hyssop heals. He said, purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Create in me a clean heart, O Yahweh, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. David feared that the Spirit of the Most High Elohim would be taken away from him. He feared, he had a fear within him that Yahweh will take Ruach HaKadosh from him. And oh, how the fear came down upon his shoulder like a torrential pouring out of water. David cried out in his heart, in his soul. He longed to be restored. He said, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. He said, Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O Yahweh, thou Elohim of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. You see, a repentance such as this is beyond the reach of our own power. We cannot do that on our own. We cannot do it by ourselves. It comes from the divine love and grace and mercy of a loving Savior to cause us to repent truly within. It is obtained only from Yeshua HaMashiach, the Son of the Most High, who ascended on high 
and has given gifts unto men. Brothers and sisters, many of you out there are fearful that you have gone out into the world for so long. You have turned your back on Yahweh. You have stiffened your neck against his counsels, his commandments. You have gone into a far country. And you are out there wrapped up and tangled up in the grave cloths of sin like Lazarus, bound from head to toe. But you see, Yeshua HaMashiach, the Son of the Most High, is going to say to you, as long as you allow him, he is willing to say to you, come forth. And then he will say to those standing by, loose him, thou art set free. Yahweh is willing to save you. He is willing to save us. The scripture is clear in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18 and 19. The word of Yahweh says, verse 18 and 19, the word of Yahweh says, Come now and let us reason together, said the Most High. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. He said, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat of the good of the land. But if you refuse, verse 20 says, but if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with the sword. For the mouth of the Most High hath spoken it. The time will come when he who is filthy will remain filthy. He who is just will remain just. He who is righteous will remain righteous. There will be no more interceding. There will be no more intercession. There will be no more savior, no more redeemer. There will be no more high priest. Because how the tree falleth, it light. I am appealing to you today, my friend. Turn and live. Repent. Action speaks louder than words. By your fruits you shall be known. Yeshua, the Son of the Most High, died for your sins. He died that death that you don't have to die. He was treated like you deserve so that we may be treated as he deserve. He's calling you. Would you take his hand? Would you give him your heart today and turn away from your sins and live? We are almost out of time. We don't have much time. Turn and repent of your sins and be saved. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. You have been so merciful to us that you came to earth as our Savior. You went to the cross of Calvary to save us from our sins. The scripture says, For Yahweh so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have eternal life. You showed us by your actions that you loved us. You didn't only send the prophets. You didn't only have the scripture written. But you came and you lived the scripture. And you proved to us that you loved us with an everlasting love. Help us to show you that we love you also for what you have done for us by emptying heaven of its joy, of its riches, in the form of your son, Yeshua HaMashiach, going to the cross of Calvary, that we would not have to die that second death. So I pray that somebody's heart out there is touched and would repent 
upon hearing the word today. It's my prayer in your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.